You're listening to the Habitology Podcast with Melanie White and today I want to give you some case studies about people who've found their purpose. So the title is Purpose Case Studies. I want to continue the conversation about purpose that I started a couple of weeks ago. In this episode, I'd like to invite you to do some deep thinking work about what matters to you, where you come from and what your journey has been and why you do what you do. I'm doing this because I realise it's not so easy to find your purpose right off the bat. I talked about purpose in episode 102 of this podcast and I walked through a process for discovering it. Um, But it's not always so easy to get there. And so in this episode, I want to take a more organic approach and talk through some case studies uh, that will help you to maybe hear your own journey in other people's stories. I want to talk about some people who found their purpose through a journey. And although these are abbreviated uh, case studies, they might just give you some insights that will be helpful in pulling together the threads of your life, your past experience and your strengths to help you to see what that common theme is. Perhaps you will see yourself in one of these journeys. Perhaps you'll be clearer by the end of this episode about what's important to you and about what your contribution to the world really is. I want to reiterate that unless you already know what you want to do and are clear on that, then a big part of discovering your purpose is discovering yourself. It's a process of self-awareness and self-reflection. That's what's going to help you to discover your purpose. You'll need to spend some time thinking about where you've come from, what you've achieved, what you love to do and what's important to you. I'm going to show you some examples now of how that could play out, covering those four things, where people have come from, what they've achieved, what they love to do, and what's most important to them, to show you how to pull it all together into a cohesive story that might reveal your purpose. The first story is about someone who's super good at organising and planning. This person was trying to figure out her purpose and her niche, and I did some work with her. What she's come from is a life of needing to help out in the family and get siblings and family members organised. So from a very young age, she was someone in the family who had that role. She's come from a place of needing to be self-sufficient with her schooling and study amongst a busy family. So organisation is something that she's grown up with and it's a natural strength and skill that she has. Through a process of being organised, this person has been able to juggle work and study, family commitments and to start up and run a business. And she finds that people come to her when they're stuck and not sure where to turn. She helps them to get clarity and to make a plan to start taking action, normally starting with getting organised first. What she loves to do is to see the relief on people's faces when they get stuff sorted out. That sense of calmness and relief that the chaos has ended. And what's most important to her is having a great routine for her own self-care and well-being. In other words, being self-organised so that she can show up with energy, confidence and a sense of calmness. So that's somebody who has organisation in her background, uses it in her own life and people come to her for that. She loves seeing the relief on people's faces when they get it themselves. That's her purpose is to help people get organised so that they can be better in the world, so that they can show up for their families and do more of what they love. Example number two is someone who comes from a public service background and who has had a lot to do with project management. She comes from a very formal work environment, working for the government, and is very familiar with policies and procedures. 
She was recognised among her peers as one of the best project managers in the division and largely because of her great attention to detail and her love of doing things properly and finishing things in a high quality way. She's super focused on high quality output and she loved doing that type of work, but she didn't necessarily love that role that she was in. That meant she wanted to pivot and start her own business. And she realised that she loved something that would bring in some of her strengths. She's very creative, so it would couple the creativity of building a business uh, and the control that she could have by owning the business rather than working for someone else. So those two things were really important values for her. Her purpose is to bring that detail-focused, high-quality and finishing-type approach to helping people get their business admin sorted out in a really professional and structured way. She does tasks for you as a VA and holds you accountable for getting your stuff delivered in a timely manner so that she can do her job of making you look really good. So there's someone that realises she has a strength in attention to detail, finishing and, and doing a high-caliber job getting the nitty gritty done. And it's also a version of organizing too. And the way she operates her business as a VA is really impressive because she makes sure that you meet your own timelines and deliverables. Example number three is somebody who really values spirituality and connection, is very honest and values driven and comes from a religious background. She's known in her community as a connector and an empathetic leader and has wonderful support and is somebody who's known as a shoulder to cry on. She loves maintaining a spiritual practice of her own and helping others to do the same. What's important to her is creating peace and calm in the world and a sense of connection with people supporting each other. So it's really clear that her purpose is to coach people in groups, pulling people together for a common purpose around their spiritual practice and the impact that that can have on others by being in a place of calmness, self-care and resilience. It's a really different energy to the other two and it just totally draws on what that person loves, what she's interested in and how she'd like to work with people. Example number four is somebody who's lost over 50 kilos in weight. She has had a journey with food, her body and her emotions over many years and has struggled with weight and yo-yo weight gain and loss. She's been through a lot of cycles and then finally realised that her secret to moving forward into a permanently healthy weight situation was simply to manage her mindset. In other words, her thoughts and beliefs about herself and about food and her relationship with food. So she realised that she was tackling things from the wrong end, trying to go on diets, trying to restrict, and organising was great to some degree but the actual drivers for eating weren't resolved. And that's where she clarified it down into mindset. What's important to her is her family, her relationships, being creative and freedom of expression. And food and weight and her challenges with mindset around those things was stifling all of those other things for her. So she realised that if she could get her mind in order and manage her food, she would have access to all of the things that she wanted to do. And so now what she loves to do is to help other women who are busy, ambitious and overcommitted to do less, to be more organised, to reduce stress and to find healthy ways to manage their emotions so that they're not stress eating or emotionally eating. Her purpose is to help women to stop overeating and emotionally eating and to start living their lives so that they can show up for their loved ones and be present in a really connected way. 
Example number five is somebody who has always loved cooking, even as a little kid. She was always creatively experimenting with food, trying out new ideas. She also spent a lot of years battling low-grade health issues and anxiety, and she realised that her gut health was an issue that was she was feel, making, making her feel sluggish and tired because she wasn't always making healthy food choices or cooking the healthiest food. And that makes sense, right, because when you love cooking, you can end up baking, and that can mean cakes and those sorts of things that aren't always the best, and it's only when you have this health crisis that you realise what you're cooking needs to, to shift. And so that's what happened for her. She experienced a significant improvement in her health by following a plant-based diet. And as a result of this and her love of cooking, she realised that she loves interacting with people and helping them to avoid chronic disease and to take control of their health by eating more plants. What's important to her as her values are health and also spirituality, interestingly enough. She regularly meditates and practices yoga and this fits really well with her beliefs about food and health in a holistic sense. But she feels passionate about helping people realise that a disease diagnosis is not a life sentence, but it's an opportunity to make improvements simply by eating more plants more often and to be a bit calmer. So her purpose is to educate people about healthy eating and to coach them around adopting lifestyle habits that will help them to feel more connected to themselves but also to nip in, in the bud any looming health issues. As I work through these examples, I realise that I have hundreds of stories like this to tell, hundreds of case studies of people who have figured out their own journey, their values, what lights them up and what's important to them in the world. And when you look at your life in those four areas, organically it seems to pull together some common threads. I've actually simplified and shortened these stories, as you can tell, and they don't reflect the many years of searching or wondering what those people are here for. But I'm trying to do it this way to show you that there are common threads that can be found in a succinct version of your life. What I can say now is that if you zoom out from your life and you look at the major highlights and milestones, the struggles, the lowlights, and the, the victories that you've had afterwards, you might see some things that help you to get closer to defining what your purpose is. I hope it's been useful for you to hear this story of purpose in a case study form and maybe to take a slightly different approach than the episode 102 formula that I mentioned. In any case, I would love to know how you're going with finding your purpose. If you need help with this, get in touch on melanie at melaniejwhite.com. Look forward to seeing you next time and have a fantastic week. Bye for now.